in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Away With Words, the podcast. It's your girl, Bree Stories. And it's a Tati. Yes, it is. You know it is. Today we're going to be talking, Just we're just going to catch up on some of the things that we've been watching on the TV, movies, things like that. But first, we're going to go ahead and check in. Tati. So physically, I am still hungry the same way I left you guys the past two weeks um, I'm still hungry mm-hmm. um, emotionally I am confused and yep yeah I am gonna go with confused yep. my attention is on food and yes, spiritually, I feel love. Emotionally, I mean, physically, I feel goofy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> no, physically, I feel um, a little heavy in the eyes, a little tired. Um, emotionally, I'm feeling... I'm feeling calm Uh, My attention is currently on Oh I don't know What I'm going to cook next I like to cook I want to cook some stuff Spiritually I'm feeling Super duper Like you I'm I'm feeling loved Spiritually um, before we talk about this week's topic, which is TV, movie, stuff we've been watching, I uh, want to make sure that we let you all know, oh my God, the last two episodes, I did not talk about my other podcast. If you don't know, I have a second podcast. It is called Your Morning Message. I put out new episodes every weekday morning. Please listen and subscribe. That's crazy of me. Um, also, please make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast, wherever it is that you're listening, rate, review, that helps a whole, whole lot for people to, um, find us, and that's super important right now because we're trying to make money. Um, please also subscribe on yaymesh.com, that is a free thing that you can do to support us. We put out a newsletter every week with all the things that me and Tati write, um and if you want to do some stuff with your money you can subscribe to the patreon the Bree stories patreon where i put some of my extra content things that i write poetry and such um as well as um sneak peeks into my monthly affirmations and quotes and away with words the podcast extras video extras of away with words the podcast can be found on my patreon as well so check that out um, make sure that you are hashtag asking Tati. Hit Tati up in the DMs at a Tati on Instagram, hey Tati on Twitter or on Facebook, and hit her up and ask her all of your questions for advice, stories, and things in the like because she has all the logic and sound advice that you need, and we would love Obviously. to help you out. Um, make sure that you're following at MJM Kid and at Moments underscore Stew for your visual needs as far as photography and videography goes. 
Uh, follow me at Bree.Stories on Instagram. That is where I am most active. I do stuff on Twitter, too, at Bree underscore stories. Um, I do every day, but I am most, most active on Bree.Stories. Lots of stuff going on over there, and I would love for people to know that I am multifaceted, that I have a lot of different versions of me. I know that there are people who only listen to me on your morning message, and they think that I am that type of person and I know that there are people who only listen to me on the way with words of podcast and they think that I'm that type of person but surprise I'm all those people and you can see all of that stuff taking place on my Instagram most frequently um yeah that's it let's get into this week's conversation where do you want to start Tati what have you been watching so I am going to start with I watched this movie called The Lie that is on i want to say amazon prime yeah i believe that's what it was on so the lie is wild as fuck y'all the whole um premise of this movie first of all it's white people let me start by saying that the whole baby like spoiler alerts we know spoiler alerts yeah, Probably we can do spoiler shit. alerts. So, spoiler alert. So, spoiler the alert. whole base of this movie is this little, this young white girl. She's, like, maybe, like, 15 or something. Um, her and her dad. Oh, yeah, like, she's a teenager. Like, her and her dad are going to this, some, like, some something. And as they're driving there, they see one of her friends, like, waiting at, like, a bus stop. Like, she was waiting for the bus. But she's supposedly going to the same place they're going. So, they're like, oh, let's just give her a ride. So, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, bet. Because mine was, like, snowing and shit. Like, it's, like, cold. So, her friend gets in the car. Then, like, as they're driving, the friend's like, oh, I got to pee. So, she's like, can you just pull over so I can, like, go pee, like, on the side of the road, basically? So, they pull over. The girl and the, the the man's daughter and her friend get out the car. They go into the woods so that the girl can supposedly pee. Like, she she walks into the woods Why to do pee. they go in the woods? Why don't they just open the doors? They She walks into the woods to pee. And then, like, two seconds later, the dad hears, like, a scream. He goes running and sees there's, like, a river or something in those woods. And his daughter is sitting on the bridge and is like, I killed her. I killed her. So, <laughs> the whole premise of this movie is that the father and then the mother are led to believe that their daughter, out of, like, a jealous, silly rage, pushes, pushed her best friend off of a bridge into, like, this river and killed her. Okay. So, that's what, the, that's what they're that's thinking. That's how this, it starts. Yes, that's Got the beginning it. of the movie. Got so, it. the whole premise is them thinking that she didn't push this little girl into the river. So, they're freaking out because they're like, they don't want their daughter to go to jail. They don't know what to do. So, they immediately are like trying to cover their tracks, make it seem like they were never there. Wow. They're like, let's go back right to the house. Right. They're like, keep her in the house. Don't let nobody like see her. Like, yeah. they're, they're in like protection mode. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Things get worse and worse because the 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 daughter that was killed, her dad is like, where the fuck is my? Because they're best friends, so that he's trying to like question their daughter on some like, have you, you heard know, from her? Right. Like, what's going on? And they're being all being weird, so yeah. he he's getting more and more agitated. So he starts to become like a threat in a sense because he's like damn near like stalking them and like threatening harm damn near upon this girl. Um, upon their daughter because right. he's like why are y'all being the fuck weird y'all obviously must know where my daughter is like what the fuck is going on right. this eventually leads to them killing the dad 
So wait, 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 wait. Them as in the mother and father of the troubled young girl that pushed her best friend so off the, the bridge. So the mom and dad killed. They eventually because so far I'm in agreement with yeah. all the. <laughs> so they end up killing the dad. Because he's like, you know, Doing like he's much. like he's stalking them, like he's yeah. trying to find his daughter, like yeah. so he's like stalking them. He's on crazy shit. They like end up like outside of the father's house at night. He catches them out there, like, and in in the midst of all that, the the mother of the the girl who killed her best friend. Right. Decides to like run him over with her car, basically. So it wasn't premeditated. No, it, wasn't it was like not premeditated. She got to die. No, 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 no. That wasn't it. It was they were like outside of his house at I nighttime. Understand. He came out, confronted them, was real aggressive. Damn, they're about to like beat the mama ass. And then like she like they was she just got on some like fuck it. We got to kill him. We got yeah, to kill this nigga because at, at this point, point he kind of knows too much. Yeah. It's kind of clear that we gonna get in trouble. We got to kill him. So they kill him. Brianna and the rest of you worries. <laughs> the very fucking next day after they have killed this man, the girl who we have thought to have been dead this whole time that the daughter <gasps> killed shows up, pops up at the house. She's like, hey, sorry we did this to you guys. Like, what? sorry we, like, pulled this, like, scheme. Like, we didn't mean to do it. What? I just wanted to spend time with my boyfriend. <gasps> is my dad, like, mad? Is he, like, totally freaking out? Like, I'm no, so sorry. No, he's totally fucking dead. Gee. Yeah. We have to kill. We so, have to off your dad. Exactly. <laughs> so the mother and father are just looking at her like, because when she showed up at their house, they were currently in the garage cleaning her dad's blood off of their car. Weak. Weak. So they're just staring at her like, like I would have just sat her down and been like, "This is your." Fault. And then like they were just like, "We killed your dad." The they were just, the mother was just like, "Go home," and so she turned on and went home. They went in the house. Their daughter was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm sorry, I lied." Because she doesn't know that they killed right. the girl's dad. But she's just like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I never should have lied. What? Like what? I don't know why I agreed to this. I'm so so sorry. I can't believe like I did this. Like." The, the Her parents are separated. So she was like, I also didn't come clean because I saw this was, like, bringing you guys closer. And it started making me, like, hope that y'all would, like, get back together. And so the movie just ends with them all huddling and, like, giving, giving a hug to each other as the police sirens are, like, going off in the background. And that's how the movie ends, y'all. So here's the thing. White okay, people. I am, a, <laughs> I am a fan of duality. I am a fan of, like, exploring both sides. Mm-hmm. And I know that as a black person, I get very frustrated with the use of stereotypes towards black people, right? Mm -hmm. White people, y'all need to do something about y'all's movies and stuff. Because this is why, this is a large portion of why we think of y'all what we do. Yep. Like, that would never happen with black people. That don't make no <laughs> fucking sense. Like, <laughs> Not at all. First of all, a white teen and her friend being like, you know what? If you want to spend the whole week with Jacob and just lay up with your boo all week, mm -hmm. let's just act like I killed you. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And my thing is, even if y'all goofy young wow. minds did come up with that, White. Shit got real it? really quick in the movie. Like, it's not like she just said this and then, like, things weren't spiraling out of control. Like, the police started getting involved. The police really started, think, like, started figuring out that she kind of did it. The, the dog, the, her friend's dad was getting, like, crazy stalkerish. Yeah. Like, it was like shit was happening. And she's just like, and she's, oh, still, she's having fun with her boyfriend. Yeah, it was just <laughs> like... Can't say anything because she'll kill me if I let them know she's with Jacob. Like, so 
Wow, yeah. that bitch is crazy. That doesn't make any fuck ass sense. Her whole family was ruined. Well, I'm that goofy ass lie. Um, I'll it's go next. The lie. Check it out on Amazon Prime. Well, I'll go next. <laughs> I've been watching Married at First Sight season four. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that season twelve just came out, but I don't have cable, so I'm not watching that. Um, I the first time I watched Married at First Sight, I watched season nine, I believe, on the Netflix, maybe. Mm-hmm. And now I'm watching season four. And let me just tell you. I feel okay, like, spoiling stuff for season four because it's season four. There's 12 seasons out. Y'all probably don't even care. But first of all, the whole concept, if you don't know about Married at First Sight, it's literally what it sounds like. They, uh, so it, in theory. Do they try to, like, matchmake them? Yeah, so in theory, Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool, you know, because there's, like, a match, an actual matchmaker, a marriage counselor, a sex and relationship therapist, like all these people come together. They run these tests. Um, so a, as I understand, um, they don't do this in every season. So in the beginning of season nine, I guess I just got lucky and they showed like a lot of the process. So they like run these tests on these people, do all of these things, this personality um, assessments and all this shit. They do all this stuff to like efficiently like match them with someone else right Mm -hmm. and it literally is that they're being married at first sight they do not meet this person see this person know this person's name until they are at the altar right Mm -hmm. cool and that's when the whole shebang begins basically they get to the altar they marry someone and that is their first day meeting their family is there their friends are there they're having a wedding and they don't know each other at all um so that in itself is extremely fascinating or whatever however it's so much shit that go. It's like so, it's so weird. And I think that the thing that makes me most fascinated is because I am personally on this quote unquote journey. I'm starting to hate the word journey because social media, but um, I'm, I'm on why, this. You ain't went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm on this. You know, as we all are, we're on this journey of self growth and figuring ourselves out and all this stuff, right? And it's so fascinating to me how you can think that you're at a certain place when you don't be mm-hmm. because one of the things that stood out to me the most in this show is a young woman named Sonia Sonia, Sonia and Sonia. when they're doing the whole beginning part everybody's doing their little montage so so the thing that they didn't do in season four as they did in season nine they didn't show you like the beginning parts of it so in the beginning of season nine it's like this like seminar damn near and it's all mm-hmm. the people that signed up to be married at first sight and they eventually, like, like they, they show you interviews with people and stuff like that. They didn't do that in season four. So if no. had I not seen season nine, I wouldn't even have known the process of this, right? Mm-hmm. So season four or whatever, they just start with the people that were already chosen to be matched. And you, they start, you know, doing their little confessionals talking and stuff. So Sonia comes through and she's like, I am this age. I forget how old she is, but she's just like, I'm ready to get married because I've just done a lot of work on myself and I'm really in a good space mentally and emotionally. This is the thing that she said with her mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how we are introduced to Sonia. The day of the wedding. She meets her fucking spouse for the very first time. And once the, you know, the shit is over with, as far as like the vows are done, they go and they, uh, they're just, they get to like have a moment alone just to like talk to each other and stuff. I I think in between the reception and they cut to her like in like another confessional piece and she's fucking like, he hasn't said that he's, that I'm pretty or anything. So I just don't know if he's attracted to me. 
it's giving you're not as grown as you thought as you said you were like your uh-huh. very first thought is like i'm insecure that he doesn't think i'm pretty so i was already like bet this is gonna be a good time because she already is not where she told us that she was mm-hmm. so sonia's um for lack of a better term she's a basket case um, her nigga though, as we find as time passes, is not that much better. I just have a black or white. Um, so Sonia is Latina. I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm not sure. You know, because there's Afro Latina and then there's the other kinds, and it's giving not Afro. Okay. But um, her spouse is white. I think his name is Nick. Um, and then there are two other couples. There's, uh, Lily and I think his name is Tom. Lily is a Latina as well. And, um, there was Heather and can't remember his name, but they got a a divorce like damn near immediately. Like they immediately didn't fuck with each other. Not even didn't fuck with each other. It was Heather. Heather was fucking, but that was another thing though. Right. So in the, they show you a clip of her interview Mm -hmm. and they're talking to her about her hard limits about boundaries like things like things that are yes and a no with her mouth she said i don't mind if someone smokes casually literally Mm -hmm. they get on the honeymoon he fucking uh tokes a square she fucking loses it (laughs) like loses it it's just like why didn't why did you lie why did you (laughs) Because it's okay if you don't want to. Yeah, just say I don't. I don't want to date a smoker. Oh my god! So that ended up like start. That ended up being the catalyst for just like all of this, like, um, just arguing and stuff like that between them two. But Sonia is Sonia and Nick have been the couple that have been fascinating to me the most because Sonia is very awkward, and I think I shared this with Tati. Like seeing awkwardness makes me so uncomfortable. Hate it. And she's so. Like she is so awkward, um, but whatever. I be trying to just push through, but she's crazy. She's like really crazy, and then not crazy. I shouldn't say that about anybody. She's she has a lot going on, and I think that she thinks that she's in a certain space in her growth. But that's why I really recommend dating and getting out there as far as like getting connected to people. If you obviously don't force anything, but like don't shy away from the opportunity to get connected with someone because that's when you really start to learn yourself. You mm-hmm. it's easy to have your shit down when it's just you, right? Because <laughs> you can think all this shit about yourself because you don't have nobody to like bounce that off of. But when you in the midst of other people. Do you keep up with those same routines? Do you feel that same way? Are those patterns the same? You know what I'm saying? Because her and and the fact that it was so, and I feel like, you know, because editing the stuff with reality TV, like the fact that her, the first thing we heard her say was I'm ready to be married because I've done a lot of work on myself and I'm in a good place mentally and emotionally. And then the first thing we hear her say after they exchange vows is, well, he hasn't said that I'm pretty. So I'm just, I just, I don't know if he is attracted to me. And it's like, so you're not very secure emotionally and mentally. (laughs) Like, okay. So now we get to see where this goes or whatever. I have. Are there any like success couples from that show? Yes. Like so the episode, the the first um, season that I watched, which was season nine, there is uh, a black couple actually who are still married to this day, mm-hmm. and they have a baby on the way. Oh, okay. Um, and so and that was some time ago because they're now in season twelve. So. Mm. That had to at least be like a couple years ago. Um, so yeah. So as far as I know, yes, that is mm-hmm. still a successful story or whatever. Um, but yeah, that should be a shit show. It'd be wild as hell, and it, I, I'm always so baffled by that whole process too, though, because um, every time you watch this show, it's always this thing where it's like, 
well, we don't know each other. And, you know, it's only been a week or it's only been this amount of time. But it's like, but also you chose to get married first. Yeah. So do the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like, if I did that shit, I would be like, yeah, we fucking on the first night. Yeah, we're doing all this stuff. Because I chose to do this. I chose to start here uh-huh. as opposed to, like, a typical matchmaking situation where you just find me someone to go on a few dates with and see where yeah. it goes. You chose to go and exchange vows first. And then when the people are like, oh, so have you been intimate or or have you been talking about your vulnerabilities and stuff? It's just like, I just need a little time. It's like, then why'd you do this? That yeah. shit gets on my nerves. But sometimes you can meet somebody and it really not be there. And then maybe it's like, mm, I don't but want to force it, it that, and not though. have I, I think a it's a, I think it's <laughs> annoying when it's like, because my whole thing is that's a valid thing. But like, mm-hmm. it's because of that. I think like, if you say like, I just don't really feel that comfortable with him yet or whatever, but like, Keep in mind to say, that like, you we just cho- met. So yeah, it's, it's like, like but you, you knew you were to gonna be just met. First. Yeah. So I be, yeah. I, I always get my life with the couples who like are, because um, like Lily. So first of all, I feel a way about about like youth and about how we're not all the way developing stuff until a certain age. So when people do certain shit that young, like Lily is twenty four years old. And she on there talking about, I'm just ready to da da And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you are mm-hmm. so young, you know? But um, but also, her youth kind of makes her more willing to just, like, jump all the way in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, because the, the other two girls, it was just, it was all this timid, like, I don't know. But she's like, I'm going to bust it. This is my husband. <laughs> like, this is what I came for. There is a show. Well, at least it used to be a show. But I remembered, like, when they were promoing it, that was all about... They were they would find couples that basically used to be like high school sweethearts, mm. and then like re like bring them back together. Like now that they're like grown, like now they're like forty years old or something. And they're separate. They're not together. No, they're not together anymore. Got it. Got like it. Got they're it. they're just single, and they would like just bring them back together with their high school sweethearts. And I remember <gasps> oh, like one of the women. I remember. I mean, but they were agreeing to it. Like okay. they were they were signing up for it. So it wasn't like a shock, but I remember Ain't one of the women saying, I remember one of the women talking about um, how that was the last time that she had ever really like, you know, like given herself like freely all and way, without yeah. like, uh, you know, second guessing it and having all of these, this baggage and everything just falling into love. And then she was like, and the older I get, she was like, the more I think back on it and be like, that's the only way you should fall in love. Right. And when you just said that, like, that's what it just made me think about. Yeah. Like how you, you do stuff way more willingly. And it's since kind of like when you don't know no better, but <laughs> like yeah. you, but you. But also it's like, I, I honestly feel like, a part of understanding where you are in your healing process is your willingness to do that. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to do that, it's because you still have some sort of fear attached to it or you have some pain attached to it that you probably need to get over that shit first before you even connect with someone. Like, I I, I like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that shit. I like people who are just like, you know what, I'm about to uh, go all in on this because I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I chose to do this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's always just weird, and then and then Sonya and Nick ended up lying about having sex. Like it was just random as fuck. But 
That's what I've been watching. So this the other movie that I watched, me and Bree Stories actually both watched this movie. It's called No Lost Love. I was told about this movie through I went to college with the I mean he was pretty much the star He's of the star, movie yeah. I guess yeah he was like the main character his name is Cliff we went to Columbia together and I watched the movie you know to show him some support and I will say he was my favorite part about the movie <laughs> he was sure. he was definitely my favorite part he was definitely he was a welcomed comedic, comedic relief, relief yeah. from the nonsense that was taking <laughs> place it definitely gave me um you know when they do like the jokes about like the like the BT movies, like oh, when it'd be yeah. like like it'd be like the, the big intro. fight, like a big fight at the park, and then it free. You want to know how this happened? Yeah. Let me take you back. <laughs> it was about six weeks ago, and I was pulling up to my homie's crib. It definitely gave me all those vibes. It but was that for yeah, it was minutes, definitely. Though. It was that for like an hour and thirty minutes. Oh, okay, because the voiceover stayed the whole. But like, I mean, like the introduction oh, that, that exact part. like the like the yeah. narration wasn't was was fine. But yeah, like, it was like forty yeah. minutes ago. Just like, oh, this this is Rico. Yeah, <laughs> and definitely oh. it was definitely like BT movie vibes. But black Ew. people, I love you. Love it. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate all the hard work that it, that goes into doing it. And in general, I was extremely proud of Cliff. I de I met Cliff when I was a freshman at Columbia. So I met him when we were oh, 18. Fun. They would um Columbia used to hold like these big mouth um open mm -hmm. mic nights. And so I would see him like read poetry like at these events and stuff. Oh, so I'm really proud of him to just know that he's like really out here in these streets like still working and like making it happen and not giving up on his dream. Not yeah. letting you know like time or anything change anything. Because I also watched another movie that he was in like a year or so back I want to say that the title was close to the same as No Lost Love but I can't I don't I'm not for sure what the title of that movie was but that movie was was also a good it was also a good look so just shout outs to, but just shout outs to Cliff um, if anybody gets a chance go to Amazon Prime Watch No Lost Love, and he's the main character. His name is Cliff in the movie as well. Yes. The movie, the movie is all, Cliff is like fresh out of jail. He's a clown in the movie. Oh, clown. He's a clown ass nigga. Clown um, he's fresh out of jail, and he's basically like hooking up with these like stick up kids. <laughs> like they're not kids; they grown. But sticking up, hooking up with these niggas that like rob people for a living, basically, and telling them like. He knew his cousin was on and making money. And it was like, all right, I'm out of jail. I'm about to get in good with my cousin. And we're going to rob him, basically. Right. So, basically, that's what he did, like, throughout the whole movie. Like, got his cousin to eventually, like, put him on. He started making good money. He was out here happy with jewelry on. And then had the dude run up in his cousin crib and rob him. And then... He dies. <laughs> I thought about if I was going to, like, say what happened to him at the end, but... It's still worth the watch. Yeah, but then he dies. Like, because, you know... Because that's what happens to clowns. That, yeah, because that's what... <laughs> that's what happens in the streets. <laughs> that's how it goes. Talk about in the hood, you don't know who to trust. Yeah, so please check it out. Amazon Prime, No Lost Love. Let me know what you think. Um, Another thing that has been watched... Is Bling Empire? I watched that. Well, I watched one episode. Okay, so I watched four. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's only eight. 
So I know okay. I got I still probably a lot of shit to to you know ensue, but um, Bling Empire is chaos. It is so good though. Um, it is about um. Crazy, crazy rich, rich Asians. Crazy rich Asians, for lack of better terms. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so the, the the way that it kicks off, there's this um, model, like aspiring model or current model, I guess, named Kevin, who is just like a regular, regular dude. He's from like Boston or Philadelphia or some shit. He's from somewhere, um, somewhere on the East Coast. And he is Korean and he was adopted by whites and so it starts off with him just being like, I have always been like the only something, you know, mm-hmm. like I was adopted by white people, grew up around whites, all white school, all that stuff. So I was always the only Asian person. I'm grown now. I'm a model. Moved to L.A. to get my shit going. And I'm just trying to find like, you know, people who are like me and and definitely immerse myself more in Asian culture by by befriending more Asian people. And I find myself in the circle of rich at i mean like so there's rich you know there are people who just have money mm-hmm. and then there are these types of people like mm-hmm. these people it's like money that you cannot even fathom like the one of the main characters um fuck what is her name i don't know why i, have I don't Anna remember none of their name. names um, one of the older women, though, her father, so she's half um, Asian. I'm, I, excuse me, I don't remember um, exactly where her family is from in Asia, but she's half Asian, half Russian. And her father is like the fucking big dog with um, like all types of military weapons. So military grade weapons that he made and distributed to people all over the fucking world. And that's how, that's the type of money they got. I say mm-hmm. all of that to say that, like that type of money. Right. Um, another shorty, Christine, her and her husband got so much fucking money that they threw a Chinese New Year party and fucking closed down all of Rodeo Drive. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like money that, that you don't even wow. think of. Like you don't even think of this amount of money. So this is, so this is the fucking circle that he's in. He's best friends with a, a, a dude named Kane. Kane is messy as fuck and fun. He's messy. I love Kane. He's great. He's my favorite. He's very messy. He's fun. He's just out here doing his shit. And um, but everybody is kind of just like out here doing their shit. Um, Kelly, she got a white boyfriend named Andrew. Andrew ain't shit, honey. I mean nothing in comparison to her. And it's crazy, ladies. Why do y'all be doing it? Andrew's a psychotic one, right? Psych. Psychotic. This man. And as as time progresses, because it starts off with her just telling us, like, I'm so in love. I was married once. Didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, like, he, I thought he was, like, her knight in shining armor. Until, she, like, 20 minutes later, I was like, this nigga's fucking crazy. He be talking to her wild as hell when he gets upset. So here's the thing. He needs to work on himself. He needs, like, they're in therapy, like, to get, it, it's very much giving he would only go to therapy if she goes too. But like, you don't need couples therapy. You need you therapy. You need to talk. She to somebody needs about her yourself. therapy because it Absolutely. sounds like you went from one destructive relationship to and another. then just got into another one. A different one. kind. Yeah. Because she kept saying, she kept being like, he doesn't lie to me. He doesn't cheat. He's loyal. Da, da, da. But it's like, it's so much more than that, though. Like He's beating your ass like, emotionally. Like, he's, <laughs> yeah, like, he's emotionally abusive Dragging and emotionally you. manipulative. Like, so, um, this man, and it's not even just that he's, that he is crazy. It's like the, 
that anger that like just like come like he's literally crazy yeah, he can't control like it. i don't even know how did you could even feel safe around a person like that like it's just because he hasn't hit you yet don't mean that he won't like because he's clearly not in control of no. himself when he gets to those points so here's the thing I, the like, emotional like, emotional instability is very is very nuts. much a red flag like somebody who cannot control themselves in the heat of their emotions is very much a red flag so first of all it we so it starts off with her telling us he's my fuck like I mean this nigga is the best <laughs> like he's yeah. amazing I was in a marriage that shit wasn't shit fuck that nigga I'm here with this new yeah, nigga like he went to jail great like he's a, yeah she was like I was sleeping with a stranger all this shit about her ex husband which I'm sure was you know traumatic and, and I'm sure were the traumatic steps that led her here because whatever but um so andrew she's like he's amazing we're great he never lies to me blah 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 and then cut to they in paris with um anna i think i keep wanting to call her anna i don't know if that's her name i'm gonna call her her it didn't even come up she's the oldest one she's like the oldest one out of the crew though but that anna decides to take them to paris because anna that's the one with the daddy with the military weapons and stuff Money, okay? And she's older. Like, she got to be in her 50s and 60s, like, for sure. So, she not new to this. She fucking true to this. Like, she just go, like, they, 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 I don't know. I don't even know what rich shit Kevin said when he was like, she goes to Paris, like, so certain people go to such and such. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even remember what he said. But basically, she just goes to Paris, like, just like, mm, you know, like, I want to eat this. Like, she just goes to fucking Paris, right? So, she tells Kelly, like, I want to take you shopping. I want to kick it. Like, we finna go to Paris. Bring your boo, whatever. It's nothing. I got a private jet. It ain't nothing. So they get to Paris, you know, jet lag or whatever. Andrew sleep. Kelly is like he sleep. He tired. Anna. Okay, cool. And Kelly like he sleep. He tired or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna let him sleep. Uh, so Kelly and Anna go out. They go shopping. They buying friend wings. Mind you, they didn't go out. Like they didn't go to no club. Yeah, like they didn't like. They nights. didn't say fucking leave that nigga at home, girl. We about to like party. Like it was nothing like that. No, they went to the store. They went to a jewelry store because Anna got um her like best friend. And it's her birthday. Right, it's At Kelly's that. birthday. It's Kelly's birthday, not this nigga's birthday. Why is he even her there? birthday? <gasps> Sorry, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm finna show you. I'm about to show you my that was my reaction to that. Was that video? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, oh y'all. My Listen, Wordies, please give me two seconds. Wait, Ryan. Ryan, please. Ryan, please. I'm recording. I need you to just look at this really quick. This was my reaction when you just pulled out that dog. <laughs> we were like, oh, did you see it? We were so taken aback. Oh, I know, my God. I know. We're sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Not the finish. So, Kelly. Okay, so Kelly's birthday. They ring shopping, and her nigga Andrew went fucking berserk because they, because she didn't wake him up. Because she let him sleep and because they went out looking for rings. So he called Friendship her. Rings. He called her like on some, 
would you like it if I did that shit to you? Like, you know, like, why, like, why would no, you no, leave no. me here? He went the fuck off. He was like, where the fuck are you? You wouldn't like it if I did that shit to you. And she was like, did what to me? You were asleep. We're at the store. Like, what are you talking about? So he's cursing her the fuck out. She got him on speaker. So he started like, screaming so at the of all, top of his lungs. Let me tell you something. He was like, yes or no? Like, yeah, would you like it berserk. if I did that? Yes, exactly. So Anna is grown as fuck. Anna's in her 50s, 60s or whatever. So she not new to this. She true to this. She probably had many niggas that she's come to the conclusion of I don't fucking need you bitch are you crazy <laughs> so she looking at Kelly and Kelly so mind y'all by this time we already know a couple of things about Kelly Kelly has let us know that she's been married before that in her marriage whatever the fuck her husband was into they lost everything that's what she said so she said that they got a divorce she picked up the pizza she became an entrepreneur and she a bad bitch now she got mad money she living in Beverly Hills or whatever with the other rich um, Asians and her crew and she doing her shit and then there's, I have this man, he's the greatest man ever. Then we cut to this part where he cursing her the fuck out. And Ke- and Anna looking at her like, Anna just looking like, so you finna sit here and let this nigga talk on speaker on your phone like this to you? Like, are you fucking crazy? So whatever. I don't know if Tati got this far, but it's between the second, between the first and the fourth episode, things continue to just like come out about their relationship, right? Yeah, I only saw the one episode. Bro. I only saw episode one. So, so we don't know nothing that about Andrew except for the fact that she be he be acting or whatever. So we just think, you know, they just rich people or whatever. Andrew don't make no money. Andrew ain't got no money. And they at dinner, Kane, Andrew, and uh, Kevin, which is messy because Kevin wants Kelly really bad. But they at dinner, and um, before they before they went to dinner, Kelly tells Kane, I guess, in confidence, which is why I say Kane is messy. But in confidence, Kelly tells Kane at some point that she likes to do anal sex a lot, and like Andrew don't be liking to do it. Like basically, she's not getting what she wants out of their sexual experience or whatever so you're not fucking her the way she want to be fucked and you ain't got no money and you got the nerve to be calling her cursing her to fuck out like that kevin likes her that's the girl kevin that loves liking. kelly yeah i thought that was a whole different girl sitting at the table on that first episode no that was kelly was talking oh okay yes and kelly and uh jamie was with them yeah so as as the episodes continue to go on you start to realize this nigga not shit and kelly is just fine as fuck Rich as hell, got her own money, got her own shit, got her own shit going for her. And she just be letting this nigga talk to her wild as hell. And then cry and like, you know, I'm trying or whatever. He got mommy issues and parent issues and all types of shit. Because they go, one of the episodes, you see them in therapy or whatever. And the therapist is telling him like, you have a lot of unfulfillment, unfulfillment in your childhood. And you're taking it out on her or whatever. And it's just like, but if it's to that extent, because all of that shit is understandable. But it's like... If it's to that extent, bro, like, if it's to that extent and these other things, it's not like he he pay all the bills in this bitch, he fucked the shit out of me, we be having a good time most of the right. time, but when we do get in arguments, that shit do be escalating because he got some shit to work on, that's one thing. Yeah. This nigga don't pay shit in there, he ain't dicking you down the way you want to be dicked down, and he be cursing at you. <laughs> Girl, but he don't cheat on her. Right, but no. she was like, but he never lies. Right, like, that's her. She like, he ain't, she ain't in these streets. Girl, fuck that shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's them. But I definitely feel like y'all should watch Bling Empire because it is good. It's a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about. I watched four episodes of that shit. Kim ain't shit. Um, um, Kim is who you want to like. 
who uh, well who you like and who I liked at the beginning too, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's a vibe in here right now. Um, anyway, so yeah, Blink Empire is good, though. Kim ain't shit, but go ahead. Kim ain't so, shit so far. Maybe she'll be better by the end. I'm only halfway through it. The other show... Yeah. The other show I have... Well, okay, wait. We're going to take a shot, guys. <laughs> they didn't have to know that. But I was going to stop talking. And it was going to be silent. Hey, y'all. Get drunk. It's Monday morning. When the episode comes out. He said, out. Is, it, is it Monday? <laughs> I said, when the episode comes out, it's Monday. Anyway, mm. I know it sounds like more things are going on in here than should be because I know that y'all are probably judging us. But anyway. So my other show that I've been, that I started watching, it's Grownish. Oh, yeah. Because that started back up. So I'm not gonna watch that. I had to get back in tune with my girl Zoe, and so I've only watched the first episode. I haven't watched. Um, I think there's been three, right? So I, I haven't watched the other two yet. Um, All the I'll, episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I only watched the first season. I mean, the first episode so far. And I will just say that first of all, I genuinely enjoy all of the characters on that show except for Vivek. Um, <laughs> Vivek's character, the way they introduced him in season one, they introduced him like he was like this cool, savvy, like super smart drug yeah. dealer. And like, and now he's just like, yeah, like he's just like goofy and not even, but not even like in a fun, like literally a joke. Like, yeah, like he's just a joke. I don't even know like what his purpose is or whatever. But everybody else, I do enjoy the development of all the characters. I will say the one thing that's driving me crazy, if you do follow Grownish, is the will they, won't they of Zoe and Aaron. In season one, I was pissed, highly pissed, when the whole scenario came of who she was going to pick between Luca Aaron and Cash and I was pissed only because in that first season Zoe went out of her way to make Aaron damn near like profess his love for her like Aaron was like chilling like he was like even if you know he had feelings for her but he was fine he was chilling like that's the homie like we're not together so that's the homie and then she went out of her way to basically tell him like I don't like this. Like, I need to know if you have feelings for me or if you want more just so he could then express his love for her. And then she could choose like, Luca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like after, after he, fi- after he sat there and was like, if you wanted to be more, that's really disrespectful. I'm but, so sorry. But as soon as he tells her, like, if you want this to be more, I'm down. We can be together. Then she's like, Oh, uh, okay, let me think about it or whatever. And it ended up choosing a whole nother nigga. But anyway, but I still love the idea of Zoe and Arian. So I was very excited for this season, hoping that maybe it was gonna like start with them. Like I knew it wasn't gonna let them be together from jump, but I was hoping that it was gonna start with them deciding to get into the lane of, you know, like we're dating. Like we're gonna see where this goes because the first half of the season, the cliffhanger ended again with them. They always kiss at the end of like all the seasons it's always like a cliffhanger but of course they're not as of now they're not working as of the first episode they're not working anything out Erin turned her down which I kind of enjoyed just for the sake of Zoe because Zoe's kind of nuts and Erin kind of flat out told her like I don't trust you 
He was like, you're all over the place with your emotions. Good. He was like, I don't trust you. So I kind of um, appreciate that for him. But I'm just ready for these two kids to fall in love. I'm right. These two kids. Um, so, yeah, that's I that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know it. Stop. I know it. That's Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson's song. Stop. Um, okay, that's it. That's all I've been watching. I've been watching Living Single every night. Oh, uh, I And an episode of Living Single reminded me that uh, I shouldn't. Never mind. This isn't a reflection of who I am now, but I thought about this earlier when I was in your bathroom. Because yeah. I was watching an episode of Living Single where Maxine's ex hit her up and they were trying to talk to her about like where they should meet up. Because she's like, I can't meet up there because we've had sex there. There are too many memories and stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, I've done nasty things in a lot of places in this house. This, this particular house. Good times. I haven't done anything here. Why not? Um, Niggas don't be checking for me, G. Don't be nobody for me to do nothing with. I wish I had more nasty stuff. I know you have more. That's insane. <laughs> I don't know why I was irritated with him for saying that. I was like, but like what? what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Talking yeah. <laughs> about. Oh, <laughs> definitely that face. Um, but no, I watched, I would advise everybody to watch this show called Dare Me on Netflix. Sounds scary. It's a very, it's not a scary show. Oh. Um,. It is like sus- suspenseful in a sense because you're like, but it's not a scary brother, show. So, um, <laughs> no, Dare Me is about if you guys know me, or, well, you obviously know me, but as you get to know me, you will know that my favorite kind of television to watch is like coming of age yes. television. I love I like teenagers <laughs> type shows. So Dare Me is about a group of teenage girls. It's like a, basically a cheerleading team for the uh, for the most part. But they're like all in this small town and there's like a death that occurs and it's kind of like this mystery around. So it's not scary? No. Oh. It's okay. not scary. No, it's not scary at all. Would it's, it scare me? No. Would it make me sad? Lots of things make you sad. <laughs> so, you told me you cried at Hamilton, and when I watched Hamilton, the first thing I said to Michael was like, why did she cry? Wait, you didn't have any emotion at Hamilton? I did not cry. His I didn't get teary-eyed or anything. They killed his son. They were singing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it wasn't like... She's emotional. She's emotionless. If you don't, like, get emotional about... Not even emotional, but, like... Having emotions, his son was killed. I mean, it was a sad. It was. It was just like a movie theater. In the very beginning, we said, "Does everybody's phones quiet?" <laughs> like it's just like a movie theater. So the nerve, you ignored us. <laughs> All she does love. She that. does love that. But no, yeah, no, it's not. No, I didn't. I didn't cry at Hamilton. Like it was. It was like a good story, but I didn't cry about it. You're but dare me, dare me, could have, huh? Everybody watch Hamilton. Not tell them to watch Hamilton because you're getting paid to promote. No, yes, watch Hamilton because I did not want to be a believer, y'all. And I watched it me one neither. time and I am hooked. But here's the thing about me, though. I'm never watching Hamilton again. Oh, I can tell y'all that. I've been watching Hamilton. I've been watching Hamilton not. So, okay, wait. First of all, dare me. Watch it on Netflix about a group of teenage girls and death happens in a small town. It's not scary. It's suspenseful. It's more like detective. Suspenseful? It's like detective type stuff. You said it's not scary, comma, it is suspenseful. Is yes. what you said, right? Yes. I'm not watching that. Because y- y'all's version of I'm not talking to you no way. It's going to scare me. You don't even like watching real people. I don't. So I'm not <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Okay. I'm just saying it's not scary. It's just, it's like suspense. 
more so, if anything, drama, drama slash suspense. But yeah. Hamilton, my nigga, everybody should experience Hamilton. You need to go into it with an open and clear mind because I don't feel like anybody that watch Hamilton that watches Hamilton can honestly not like it. I don't like musicals. I do not like musicals. I am not a fan. I have one musical that I live and die by, which is Grease. I think that is like one of the best pieces of cinema ever made i think greece is amazing Period. and as far as i'm concerned that's where musicals end for me and like and whatnot. whatnot um but that's where it ends for me i i don't enjoy music unless it's like a cartoon type musical like disney movies like lion king and shit but real life people it's not it's not my thing hamilton i play those songs i play the soundtrack in my car every other day I love Hamilton. Ooh. Everybody watch Hamilton. If this is the way they taught history class, oh, everyone would understand. It. And it makes it it makes it understandable. Like I understand what y'all are saying because you're saying it in my language. <laughs> like it made everything simple. It made everything Let's be loose with that though, because I don't want a bunch of whites rapping. Okay. I mean they weren't white. Lots of them Hamilton. were. Well, not none of my favorite people. Oh, let's say the creator is is not colored. He's not. He's not just white. He's no. He's not. Not black. I mean, but he not. That matters to me. But he's something, and then you know, people say once you got a drop of something, they be like, "No, nah, nigga, you Mexican." No, no, nah, nigga, you no this. drop of black. They don't say that like, about any other ethnicity but black. I thought they said it about Mexicans. Who was they? The same people. I don't know them by name. I don't want no black rapping that much. So let's just be a little loose with that. That's what I'm saying. If they taught history Before class like that. Before. I knew he wasn't white. There's a That's all I know. There, <laughs> you, can, you can be Caucasian and Puerto Rican at the same time. Literally at the same time. I just knew that I knew that man wasn't white, and the, and the majority of the cast, like the main cast for Hamilton, <laughs> like, is not white. The majority, everybody is all of color. Like so, I am talking to the white people who are gonna look at Hamilton and hear us praising it and be like, "Yeah, that's how you do it." No, it is not. No, it's not. I mean, I said what I said. Hey. Like I said, if that was the way history was taught to me, because I hated history growing up, and I love reading, and that's what history mainly is to me, is reading, yeah. and I hated fucking history. But if it was taught Apparently to me, I was like, make it history. simple. Make it simple and make it plain. Be like, yeah, that nigga cheated on his bitch, and then she got, <laughs> and then she like got her feelings hurt. Her son, his son died in a shootout. They like, make it sound understandable to me. And then it's like, oh, I can relate because now I feel like I relate to like George Washington and all these fucking people that seem like a so million wilds. Yeah, like away from me, I feel like, oh no, like that was just another human being. And then make them black, oh, like nice. making them of color also made it understandable. Because had that been, had that been like how you were just saying, you don't want a bunch of white people I'm too rapping, militant. I'm like my dad. Had, but I mean, had I that same help. exact show, like that same exact production been white, been a white cast, I probably still wouldn't have got it. I probably still wouldn't have, like, it probably still wouldn't have, like, rang true to me yeah. the way it did because it was a cast full of people of color. Mm -hmm. So make them black and then tell me the story. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it then. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it. That's all. That's what we've been watching. Watch Living Single on Hulu, y'all. It'll make you happy. 
Yeah, I be watching that sometimes too. I want um, Martin on the streaming service really bad because I be watching Martin on my. I be stealing my brother's DVDs. Um, I love Martin. I love Martin, and and Martin is like. I just asked Bree the other day, like, what was her favorite, like, television, like, couple in um, history. And I said, mine is Martin and Gina. Yeah. Like, I really Mine is Overton want a relationship and Sinclair like because they're just so silly. And I just yeah. like the looseness. I want okay, to guys. Like they got me this. drinking and stuff. Is so. drunk, y'all. I'm not drunk. I'm just like, you know, I'm done I'm with drunk. this. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you all so much. Let us know what you've been watching. You can email us at askawaywithwords at gmail.com or you can hit us up in the, I will say in the comments. That's the thing though, right? There's comments. Yeah. You can hit us up in all the places at Away With Words, the podcast on Instagram and me at Brie.Stories on Instagram and at Brie underscore stories on Twitter and at A Tati on Instagram and at Hey Tati on Twitter. And please make sure that you're doing the same thing with at MJM Kid and at Moments underscore Stu because you just should do that, okay? Thank you so much. We love you. Um, let's all watch TV together. Everybody say bye. Bye. bye.